correct. <laughs> You know, I'm a 45-year-old space nerd. Each and every one of us is a crew member here on Spaceship Earth. The Galactic Guys, John Ennis and Mighty Mike Taylor. There is a space-age quality to them. This is the Galactic Coast Power Hour on Final Draft Radio. That is right. That is right, this is the Galactic Coast Power Hour, and we're coming to you live from the ATU Texas studio on the top floor of the historic Gemini building, just down the street from the home of human spaceflight. My name is John Ennis, and tonight I am not joined by my brother and money, Mike Taylor. Yo. Because apparently he had too much candy last night. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm going I'm to pay for that one. But the good news is our sister and brew, Sylvia Fortrade, mobile app, Benvenidas, is back with us tonight. Hey guys, how are you? Happy Thursday. Sylvia was out doing a uh, photo shoot for Houston's hottest brewer calendar, uh, benefiting the Craft Pack, a political action committee fighting to fix Texas' broken beer lodge last week. Yep, yep. So we're happy to have you back. Yep, we got a small team out there helping us. Uh, we got a lot to report. We're about to finalize on some art real soon and go to print, so calendars are coming really, really, really soon. Excellent. Really fast. Excellent. And we're really pumped tonight on both uh, All Saints Day and International Stout Day mm. to welcome live into the studio Stephen Michael Van Grimm from B- Back Pew Brewing. Von Grimm. Von Grimm. <laughs> Thank <I knew>. you. <laughs> welcome, Steve. We'll fix it in post. Okay. Yeah. We are live. Man, Stephen, thanks for joining us. It's. I'm really excited to be here. I have a list of topics to get through. Ooh. We only have like an hour, right? Right. Yeah, like we got to work under, fast. Yeah. What do we dive into first? Man, your shirt. I like that. <laughs> I know, yeah, I look at that. Back pew. Cool. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, we tried to go with a the theme. We're hoping that we don't get a cease and desist letter. Maybe the uh, Disney Corporation uh, doesn't. Monitor their IPs that closely <laughs> to say, "Hey, you guys, open Porter, Texas. You can't sell that nice shirt that you've been <laughs> enjoying." Yeah, I don't know. It's just yellow fun. No big deal. <laughs> Although uh, George Lucas, I think he has been known to be yeah. pretty aggressive in that area. But yeah. that's okay, though. That's that's you know that's good good PR. If Lucas is out of this, right? I mean, at oh, this I point. guess at this point, yeah, maybe he is, right? Yeah. Maybe it's now. It's, yeah, that's true. He might have uh, industrial light and magic, but as far as his uh, input on the um, Star Wars franchise. Like, probably non-existent at this point that's yeah. probably true especially the legal side yeah so you mentioned porter so you all i mean one of the cool things and this is all saints day and you all have a, a saints and sinners line of beers but you all actually are brewed in a, a building that used to house a church back pew beer on saints all saints day it's like it lines up it's like we're professionals right we are up in <laughs> porter texas uh, uh right in between umble and kingwood and uh, we are built out of an old Episcopalian church. Uh, we got our start in 2015, so we are three years old this month, and we'll have uh, the blessing of the well ceremony actually this Sunday. Oh, nice. uh, so we'll we'll uh, we'll do that uh, on a regular basis, and, and it's coming up this weekend. Oh, awesome! Cool. So, th- so this weekend, right? Wow. Excellent. So, so what can people expect at that event? Uh, our, uh, some beers that Bobby has been working on as far as the, the uh, pilot system. We got a new light lager coming Hi, out. Hi, Bobby. Old Bobby Harl. I love Bobby. Man. <laughs> we should have back you back again and just have Bobby, I'm sure. We would have a great episode. Um, so it, it, normal uh, 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 day of fun. You know, uh, uh, we're dog friendly. We're family friendly. You know, we'll have. Uh, How much uh, land are you guys sitting out on the, over there? Oh, land. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, we have. I know we have 14 acres in the back. Dang. Right. Nice. So um, wow. We were uh, we we mainly utilized that before the sanctuary, the tap room was all fixed. I like that uh, sanctuary. Nice. Right. right. Still keep nice. it doing thing. Um, so uh, before that, we were all um, operate. We were just operating out of operations that's redundant but uh everybody was gathered there we had the beer being made we had the beer being poured and um as long as the weather was nice we couldn't take advantage of the 14 acres in the back but now that the sanctuary is up and running people Mm -hmm. can have a beer inside because we have 30 taps on the inside and then we have the eight taps on the outside wall Nice. So how wide? I mean, 30, 30 different taps or I mean, that'd, that'd be a crazy selection, right? Or maybe or so um, we have 30 taps available. Some some are double double okay. taps like um, our most popular stuff, like the Seder Swill, the Blue Testament, the Hot Apostle. Um, we have on on two taps mm-hmm. because it obviously right. You, you've, you guys have been to I'm sure your share of tap rooms where yeah. the lines can get a couple 
people yes, deep. Absolutely. So um, our crew then has the ability to pour that beer that much quicker uh, and and get people um, what they want. Mm-hmm. All about efficiency. And you all have quite a lineup. I mean, you know, both the Saints and the Sinners. But I'm, I imagine, and you mentioned the pilot system. So there's probably some beers that are available at the tap room that maybe aren't available out in the in the masses in the grocery stores and bars and restaurants the beers that we do like our idea behind um what, what we do we're where we do a lot of lagers you know bobby likes his german styles of beer nice mm-hmm. um that being said we do um i would like to think that we have a style for whatever anybody is looking for mm-hmm. so we do separate them into the saints and sinners line so your saints line is going to be your lighter or more sessionable beers and then your sinners line is going to be where it gets a little heavier a little darker or a little bit more complex a little more aggressive so where like double ipas fit oh that would be so we had one double ipa that was um 30 pieces and that was definitely uh, a center try the bot oh yeah i've always been you know and i think i mentioned this before we started that uh you know obviously you guys are up in porter which you know is a little bit north of kingwood which you know i I call south lufkin (laughs) but uh not really that's that's an inside joke but um but I've been impressed with uh, how prevalent you all are at bars and restaurants here in the Clear Lake area, the NASA area, and even on Galveston Island. And I've even been told by some mutual clients that you know that that you know they really enjoy the the, the Back Pew brand, the people, the people distributing it, mm-hmm. and the beer does really well there. I think that speaks to the strength of of the beer, of, absolutely of, of the actual liquid. Where you know, obviously, there's no lack of beers uh, these days. And um, as far as the popularity of of us in this area, yeah, we're just, you know, always trying to hustle. We're always trying to get the word out. Mm -hmm. But it it shows, too, because I, you know, I see more of, you know, the people that that hang out at some of the, you know, the pubs that I go to. More and more people are choosing back pew beers because they're so classically styled. Like, I mean, Bobby nails it almost every single time. And so it's it's really hard to compete with a, a good beer that's always available locally and tastes great too, you know. And right now we're having yeah. we're having some of the center line and it's drink with caution. Awesome. <laughs> what does it say? It says drink with caution. So that's the um, that yeah that's the Seder Swill. That's our Bach. Uh, comes in at seven point two percent and uh, it's a creeper. Uh, you know it certainly doesn't taste like seven point two. Where if you are having a second beer, you'll get halfway through it and, and go, oh, now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Time release. But it's it's um, it's a beer that has a couple of layers to it. So you get like uh, any uh, good traditional Bach, you get that multi sweetness that comes up front. Um, a little bit of caramel, a little bit of yeah. that um, nutty characteristic from the Maris Otter Malt, and then um, a little bit of roast uh, some people get. Yeah. Absolutely. That's delicious. I love this beer. My favorite back pew beer that is the Schwartz is the um, the Black, the black Lager. Uh, yeah. is it, no, is it Ninth Circle or which one? The, um, well, that's a, the Black IPA, the Ninth Circle. Ninth Circle. Yes. Yes. The black yes. I always get those two mixed up. We just recently. Which they're re- both great. Well, thank you for saying so. <laughs> the, the Ninth Circle, we recently retired um, to bring out the act of uh baller um okay. the, the imperial stout uh, all year round the uh shores beer is the uh, black habit um that that's we, that's the one we yeah. just released in uh cans so it, uh, this is the first time that that beer is going to be in draft and package oh man that's gonna be great and the one i see everywhere on draft is the blue, blue testament i mean that seems like that's a it's kind of an entry i mean it's it's a good you know, and I've, I've actually talked to uh, you know bar owners and bartenders say it's it's a good beer to turn people onto that are kind of new, experiencing the craft beer. You know, that, transitioning I, from one of the big three. I'd wager that that's probably our flagship beer, uh, the Blue Testament. Um, it's easygoing. It's a style that is easily approachable to a lot of people. You know, um, I think um, we make beers that are in styles that are accessible to people that are not necessarily familiar with craft or maybe that think Mm -hmm. that craft is this intimidating thing with so many varieties, so many options. But odds are, if you were first drinking beer, odds are one of them was going to be an American Pilsner or a European light Mm -hmm. lager. Um, So we wanted to do a beer that was um, easily accessible uh, to anybody that was maybe tiptoeing their uh, 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 toes in the water of craft. Mm. Um, Absolutely. Easy drinking, 5.2%. And a little bit, uh, 20% of that recipe is Texas blue corn. So that's where you get a little bit of that sweetness. And then Howler Tau Hop. 
Nice. Excellent. Yeah, we used to have a joke uh, years ago that the worst thing you could do is to give somebody that's just trying to maybe trying their first craft beer was like give them a really hoppy IPA. Yeah. Then their their eyes start bleeding right. and they won't try a craft beer again for another six months. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, that's changing a little bit. It too, is changing. You know? it is, so, yeah. And now even with New England so IPAs and with, everything. Yeah. With different demographics opening up and, and more people exposed to it. I mean. New England's. I mean, Bobby's not going to still not do New England. He is vehemently against that. And so, yeah, yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, and that's why. And I said he nails almost every single style he brews. You know, and you can't say that about a whole lot of brewers. I mean, you've got brewers that are stronger or, you know, more proficient in IPAs and the ones that prefer lager. But, oh, yeah. This is this is a great. It's an approachable. Even the even the Bach though is really approachable. You know, I need to open this. And it's over seven as well. I I think in regard to the New England style IPAs, um, I don't want to speak out of turn, but there's a lot of guys out there that are doing that style already. Oh, for sure. A bunch of them that are doing it well. Mm -hmm. So why do another beer that other guys are nailing? Why not do our own thing and keep to what our comfort zone is, which Mm -hmm. is lagers. And I kind of feel like, I mean, you know, it's been an interesting style for me to just kind of watch evolve and, uh, you know, and see the hype. And, you know, they call it what the style built by Instagram. And we've talked about it so much in the show. And actually, I enjoy them quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, but I, I can see where, you know, and I've known a lot of brewers who they didn't want to do it. And then slowly they start, you know, they see that, you know, the, the market share and they, they, they decide to eventually do it. But I mean, you know, I've got respect for people that, that, don't, that don't do it, that hold out, that, you know, I mean, hey, Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think it's important. <laughs> yeah, they should because, <laughs> no. yeah, for sure, because then you're not going to have the variety anymore. You know, if everyone just jumped on the same bandwagon and rode it forever, then how interesting would that be to the, the consumers? It wouldn't be very interesting, I don't think. But we, we need classic styles. That's the foundation of beer. That's absolutely. beer history, you True. know. So, but yeah. So what's your favorite in the portfolio? Um, I really liked a beer that we did called Addie's Faith, which is a Kolsch, 4.5%. Oh, yeah, we love Kolsch. Um, my uh, tastes in beer have uh, changed over time, sure. where uh, I think my first IPA was uh, Dogfish Head 90 Minute, and then I got into um, homebrewing. Um, uh, when I got into homebrewing and started making barley wines and Russian Imperial Stouts and old <laughs> ales and dark, dark, mm-hmm. viscousy beers. And then I moved to Texas, and where it's uh, summer, nine months out of the year. <laughs> right. And uh, my taste went to lighter styles, uh, because I certainly don't want to shy away from having a brown ale or a porter or a stout. But in July, when I start to sweat before I leave my house, yeah, I'm going to be in the mood for something lighter yeah, or something sure. a little bit more sessionable. So that's why I like um, Kolsch's and I like uh, Blondes and I like lighter fares. And I can appreciate the style because they're deceptively uh, deceptively difficult to make. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- and that's that's truth. I mean, right there. I mean, you know, you can hide a lot with some styles, but some of the, the classic styles like, you know, the Blondes and the Kolsch's, I mean, you know, you, you gotta you gotta nail those. I mean, you can't just you know overhop them or you know. I mean, there's no there's no hiding a flaw or an error. Yep. So, um, but you guys do an IPA. Yeah, so, we do. I mean, do you do a double IPA? Do you triple? I mean, do you, are you doing anything? Um, so those are more like West Coast hot forward than right. Haven't had this honestly. We're probably about to. Uh, yeah, probably like a year. So I'm re- I'm excited to revisit it. Let's do it. So um, what we do with Apostle is it's seven point two, and uh, generally, I mean, it's it's up to discussion. But that that line between a single and an imperial or a double is mm-hmm. like seven point five, and we're doing this. Uh, it's a West Coast style IPA at eighty IBUs. Um, uh, we are um, using Calypso and uh, lemon drop hop. Um, it's bright, it's citrusy, it's got a little bit of a grapefruit finish. You have another cup? We're going to try this out. <laughs> we, have, we have plenty of cups. <laughs> well, today. we've got more at least. Okay, this is I want to try. I don't need a whole lot. There you go. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for joining us. So when I originally met you, I don't know, probably two years ago, how long? I think we met up through some mutual friends and uh, I think bottle share community, that kind of thing. You used to work for Clown Shoes at the time, right? Was it over at Drink of Ages? It was. It, it was, was a over. Share. It was. Okay. Right. Okay. I, I knew I knew that I remember you from somewhere. And so you worked at Clown Shoes at the time. At the time. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Yep. 
So I, that's so, where I started on the East Coast and then moved to Texas and then joined up with um, Back Pew uh, shortly after, thereafter. Okay. And so, we, we, we dig that brewery, Clown Shoes. We've, yeah, had, we've had a lot of their offerings uh, on the show. They have some really weird stuff, though. Kind of. Don't they have one with aliens in the front and UFOs? I think they've got a couple different space-themed They do? Mirrors. Yeah, for sure. What was it? Do you remember any of the names of them? Well, I think I mean, we had Spaceyate, but not to, yeah. to toot my own horn, but yeah. there was um, Cousin Steve and Lemon Hearts. That was a New Jersey only beer um, that had a, um, a uh, aliens on the front of it. But yeah. as far as, um, let's see, I mean, yeah, um, a, a bunch of their beers are, are space themed. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I the the one that, that really space pops cake? out. Space cake. That, yeah, that's yeah. a double. Space that's a that, double yeah. IPA or a triple IPA. I think it's a double. Space cake is at uh, if I believe uh, it's at nine. Okay. Nine yeah, that's a delicious beer. That's good. So, um, I don't know if we have enough time, or we need to cut to a cut to a quick I think break we have a little or more anything. Time. We, we can. We can. Uh, well, I want to start talking about these uh, alien stories, you know? <laughs> right. Well, we're really here. <laughs> All right. I got a list of things. Around. Okay. I don't know where you want me to dig Man, in. Just throw, throw okay. something at us. All right. So there's... Uh, I, First thing I've read. Right, so, so we should mention, you know, when I when I did a little deep uh, dive, you know, kind of stalking you from a distance, uh, yeah. you've got a doctorate in UFOlogy. Honorary. Honorary. <laughs> Honorary. Honorary. <laughs> Uh, so, um, <laughs> as we were, we were briefly talking about, um, before the show started, I like a, a good long running joke. And, uh, in my life before beer, I was a social worker. I was a CPS investigator for a couple of years and on a couple, oh, really? of, on yeah. a couple of occasions, I was mistaken for being a doctor. Uh, so <laughs> that became a Dr. Von Grimm became a, on, on a running joke, uh, amongst myself and my friends, um, where, um, uh, it just uh, uh, Steve, you're a you're a uh, uh, you were mistaken for being a doctor. Yeah. Um, Want to take a look at this? Does this look bad? <laughs> Answer's always yes. It <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, except when it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, flash forward to um, um, me going on the internet and like really looking up, like because people have gotten honorary doctorates all the time. Yeah, all Absolutely. the time. What goes into this? What do you have to do? Um, and then I stumbled upon a website called the Los Angeles Developmental Church and Institute, where <laughs> is this real life? Oh wow! You, you haven't heard of this institution? No. no. Oh well, oopsie boopsie. Um, <laughs> Their website's about to crash. Yeah. That's, what, that's all I know. Um, so uh, we've got 1.2 million people. Uh, 1.3. It's actually spiking, and in, in the website's about to crash. <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> I looked uh, at the at the site, and they were uh, they offered honorary doctorates, but it's like more or less, you know, you get you 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 pay them a donation, and then they bestow upon you an honorary doctorate, and you get to select from a pull down menu nice. of all of these things that you can get an honorary doctorate. How, how long is that pull down menu? How many I'm, fields are we talking? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Let's let's go fifteen. Ooh, okay. So originally, I was going to go dumb. I was going to go really silly and get like an honorary doctorate in gym or or coloring, <laughs> right? Um, but uh, those options weren't available. And you had like underwater basket weaving. Uh, you had you had <laughs> divinational studies. You had uh, family therapy or um, herbalism, right? And then you get down to the bottom, and it goes well, parapsychology or ufology oh well i know probably more about ufos than i do parapsychology so it became an obvious choice where i paid between 40 and 80 dollars for a piece of paper (laughs) that says now that i'm an honorary doctorate and i just i just hope for the situation one day where is somebody goes out cries out is there a doctor in the house and i go (laughs) i am an honorary doctor, and then just see the disappointment on their face. Oh my gosh! Yeah. When when you fail to save the life of the person that needs medical attention. Well, that's that's one of the caveats. <laughs> yeah. You cannot say that you're a medical doctor. Fair enough. Right, but like if you were to try and bump your way up on a reservation list at a restaurant, don't you know who I am? I'm an honorary doctor. You fool, Doctor Von Grimm. I'm honorary Doctor Von Grimm. <laughs> 
All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be right back with Dr. Von Grimm, and we're gonna we're gonna touch on uh, UFOs, aliens, and talk more beer and drink more beer. So we'll be right back. They're all we could afford. The Galactic Coast Power Hour. More with these two in just a minute. What would you like from your bank or credit union? How about a mobile app that makes banking simple? How about free online banking and mobile bill pay? How about loan decisions made locally? How about 15 convenient locations? Associated Credit Union of Texas has all of these and more. Sounds like you should get associated. ACU of Texas, federally insured by the NCUA. For more info, visit acutx.org. Lamont Brands is a veteran-owned business serving the Houston Clear Lake area and beyond. Their in-house capabilities include screen printing, embroidery, rhinestones, heat press transfers and thermal flex design, as well as e-commerce solutions and on-site fulfillment. If you're looking to brand your business through custom apparel and or promotional products, Lamont Brands should be your first and only call. Lamont Brands is located at 920 Gemini in Houston. Give them a call at 281-286-7553 or visit them online at lamontbrands.com. Hey, it's Adam Smasher, and clearlaketoday.com is where I go to find restaurants, events, entertainment, services, and more in the Clear Lake and Bay Area. If you're looking to find a certain business in the Clear Lake area, you need to check clearlaketoday.com. Now, if you are a business in the Clear Lake and Bay Area, make sure your business info is on clearlaketoday.com. To advertise your business, contact Doug Meisinger by emailing doug at clearlaketoday.com. When you're looking for a new home, John Wilkinson can help answer questions related to obtaining a mortgage lender up to finding and securing the best home for you. John will take your best interests as his own and provide valuable property and neighborhood information that is important to your family. Call John at 281-974-0739 or email him at john at jwgetsitsold.com to start looking for your new home. Did you miss us? We're back. Live from the ACU of Texas Studios, the Galactic Coast Power Hour with John Ennis and Mighty Mike Taylor. That is right. We're back with the Galactic Coast Power Hour, and we're visiting with Stephen Vaughn Grimm from Back Pew Brewing. And I think we're gonna I think we're gonna talk some space conspiracies, UFOs, aliens. I hope so. I'm excited to hear some of these. Maybe stories. alien abductions. I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever had an alien encounter? No, no. Unfortunately, <laughs> you know I've seen stuff. How do we know you don't, Do we know for a fact you're not an alien right now? Uh, it is all Saints Day. Wager that I'm not. <laughs> okay, I believe. I you. have a good idea that I'm not. I'm usually pretty good at judging the characteristics of aliens, and yeah, I don't, I don't think you're one. Well, so. I mean, generally, right? People in the South always seem to have these crazy alien, <laughs> like, oh, I heard something, I saw something, shoot across the sky, blah, blah, blah. It's weather, some, weather balloon. It's always, no. it's always a weather balloon. Alleged, right, right. It's always a weather balloon. I don't know. I, I think the umbrella word, uh, uh, it's probably going to be safe. Anything that is going to be talked about or I'm going to talk about alien-related, it's probably safe to then lead with it's allegedly factual or truthful on some yeah. term, some level. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so I have a list of topics that I could run through. And All right, let's do just, it. Let's, okay. let's. So uh, right at the top was uh, is the Roswell incident or the Corona incident. Man, that's the, the Maje- Roswell. The Majestic and- 12, uh, the Men in Black, not the movie, uh, the Close Encounter Scale. Uh, the Phoenix Lights of 1997, the Black Knight satellite, a- any mixture of alien races. Uh, this is yeah, right. Uh, there's there's like a there's there's a line where it's like okay, I could see is this. flying humanoids on your list. Not flying humanoids, no. But then I feel like, like I've seen one before. All right, you two, Earth, round or flat? Round, round. Okay, of course. cool, I mean. cool. I've I've spoken to <laughs> one individual that was a hardcore flat, flat earther. earther. And it was I. I was not making fun of the of the individual. It was just fascinating to hear that suspension of disbelief. That how this does that had. how do you get that idea? Like where did that where did that trend well, even well, come? They've from? definitely never been in a boat away from a skyline or away yeah. from you know away from a coast where you can see you know where you you know literally you can almost see that there's a curve or high you know high up in. 
I think you have to be higher than a normal plane flight to actually see a curve, but you know. Yeah. I mean, we okay, we're good. We're good. Okay, we, we got over that one. Moon landing. I think it happened. Okay. But I think the government had a backup film plan. Like, in case something happened where we had to cut like can video so stanley krubick had a sound had a you know sound stage nearby to to you know instantly the live feed would go there Is i that- love that document well, there were, <laughs> um, but there was issues with the flag that people were saying like it you know all these images came and they're like oh this can't technically happen how, how I'm, thrusters on on right. the um the uh, craft that don't um uh, create any uh, uh dust when uh, right when it pops up off the off the surface of the moon yeah that's that's one of the uh well, I'm a product of the Apollo. I mean, literally, my parents met working on the Apollo, you know, missions. Really? So yeah, I literally wouldn't be here if there was no moon space race. So, uh, but I believe it. I mean, I believe you know, I believe in everything. Although I do That's understand awesome. a, a lot of the arguments, you know, and and uh, you know, and and there's even some arguments that are kind of you know that are kind of you know a little more, more finesse that you know Apollo 11 happened, but maybe. Apollo 14 or 16, you know, where there's some of the footage, you know, the guys are bouncing and, you know, look like it was maybe a trampoline. I mean, you know, yeah. there's all kinds of, uh, you know, I believe it all happened. I'm on I record. I too. Like, I feel like why I get, would... I get, I get struck by lightning if I didn't because, you know, I'm literally a product of the Apollo program. So your parents... Uh, wait a minute. Did you say your parents were astronauts? No. Oh. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> I was like, no, you were they, made they, on the moon? But they, 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 they worked in the aerospace industry and okay. they met working on the Apollo project. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's excellent, man. Yeah. So. But this isn't about me, so <laughs> continue. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> oh, Fly, I mean, Well, we wanted to, I wanted to talk about flying humanoids. Okay. I feel like that's a... Like a legitimate thing. So, do you know anything about flying humanoids? I, the only thing that I think that I've ever seen is something flying maybe 50 feet in the air with a propeller on top, but just I don't I don't know. Was like, like you a, can't really was, see was, any was detail. There, was there a like, canopy? Black. like like an Inspector Gadget type? Yes, rig? yes, exactly. Oh, out of his hat, sort of. Or was there like a canopy? But not really a body. Were you watching like Inspector Gadget human. at the time? Not like a human or anything. What were you drinking, Sylvia? Yeah. No, I wasn't drinking. So no, I swear. So Matt and I were both going to work. This was probably seven years ago, and it was six, seven o'clock in the morning. We we're going over the little. How much, um, how much sleep did you all get? No, it was fine. It wasn't anything like that. It was just a normal day, carpooling to work. And um, we're going over this bridge, and we both just kind of look at this object that's suspended right above the bridge, and it's just moving, but there's no sound, there's no other movement. It looks like a propeller or something on the top. I don't know. And we kind of just go over the bridge and look up and just watch it pass by. And then I was like, oh, my God, I need to turn around and get a picture of this, you know? And so as soon as I pull over and pull my cameras out, it was already too far enough. And it wasn't a gyro. It wasn't like a very light. Uh, um, aircraft. No, I mean it was probably maybe a, maybe probably a man whose drone table. got away from him while he was holding on to it. It was about the size of this <laughs> table, and it went up about 50, 60 feet, and then did it have a canopy like a, like a skydiving canopy? But he had like a, a fan kind behind. Of. Him. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's well, that's actually big down in Texas City. There's you know they do that. No, this was in the Heights, yeah, right off of I ten yeah, and Shepherd. That's, that's probably not recommended to be doing that near an interstate so i was trying to wonder i was trying to see if there was any you know stories that you knew about things like that happen so i tried googling uh, the whole, as soon as i get to the office i'm like oh my god i gotta figure out if this is if other people saw this and of course nobody else saw it but matt and i were like what was that and we to this day we still don't know what it was so i i'm definitely a believer in aliens do you believe in aliens john yes I, yeah i think so i mean I, the roswell scenario that's the one that it's just hard for me not to you know, to totally shut the door on, you know, I mean, I, I believe something happened. I mean, there's a reason why the, the amount of security involved and, and everything. I mean, there's there's something to that. Right. I don't know what it is. You know, right. I'm, you know, so like, I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about it, but just there's, you know, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of uh, I mean, you know, I know if you drive near there, you know, certain parts. I mean, and I know there's all kinds of stuff going over the, in that area. I mean, I know that's yeah. where they. That's where they have they fly a lot of the drones, you know, on the other side of the world from there. So there's reason for security for a lot of things. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't shut the door on that one. What do you think? What do you think, Steve? I think it's arrogant for us to think that we are the only life forms in. Oh, of course. This, but in regard to Roswell, um, yeah, I, I think something landed uh, in Corona, uh, and you know, it, there the farmer that that uh, went out to his field and took that material that was 
um, unable to be burned or scratched, but very light, very uh, dense, uh, or uh, very light, but also um, um, impenetrable to, to, to any damage. Um, and then the, the, the police had arrived, and then only when um, news hit uh, Roswell, because that was the closest big town 33 miles away, um, that's when the military got involved and said, no, 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 no. It's only weather balloon. <laughs> weather balloon. Right. Yeah. So when you say Corona, was that the area where it hit? Was that Corona the- was Corona. the town. Okay. In which okay. something happened. Because it's interesting. When I, when I think of Corona, and, and not talking, obviously, we're a beer show, but uh, I know that uh, Lockheed Martin, their secret kind of their skunk works, you know, which they're the, they're the, uh, the, the division that did the SR-71 and U-2 and did a lot of secret spy CIA stuff for the military. But it was run by the CIA. They had a uh, satellite program called Corona. Probably, and that's, yeah. probably runs in. I mean, I think that was later on, but uh, yeah. But you had a, a rash of, in America, you had a rash of, of these uh, sightings of this phenomena happened between 1947 and 1953 that coincided with. And the height of the Cold War. Yeah. Cold War, uh, nuclear testing. Um, you know, uh, and, and the creation of uh, CIA, the NSA, and allegedly the Majestic 12 um, uh, from the National Security Act that uh, Truman put in place and then um, um, Eisenhower, you know, oversaw until his, his um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. he left office. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I, I don't know. I mean... I'm not familiar with everything that happened at Roswell, but like you said, I think it's it's idiotic to think that like there's not any kind of life anywhere else. So they they know there's water on Mars, right? So we know that. I think that's been. I think they've found evidence of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe so. So recently, even which is they, pretty exciting. What do you What do you think aliens want with us? If they you, okay, so here's another one. You think aliens are walking among us? Like, do you think like men in black style kind of thing? Maybe not to the extreme of the creatures, but it, just a different type of being, not a human as we know a human. So uh. the, this is where the Majestic 12 comes in. And the Majestic 12 was a group of individuals that were gathered together to try and figure out what to do in the case of um, um, alien life contacting or landing or contending Earth. And this is where it gets a little bit conspiratorial, where... Um, Truman and then Eisenhower met with um, aliens to strike a deal. Uh, It was an exchange of technology for a certain amount of experimentation or abduction Hmm. um, of of people. Um, (laughs) Whether whether or not the aliens upheld this deal. They're part of the deal. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. It's, mm, I, don't I mean, know. they're aliens. It's sketchy. It's sketchy. Um, <laughs> so as far as if aliens have been around, I mean, it's, it's nice to think about. Um, I mean, look at, uh, um, you guys familiar with David Icke? David Icke is, <laughs> is another like alien guy who, um, his big thing is the Anunnaki and, and, and ancient, ancient astronauts, ancient aliens, mm. uh, chariot of the gods stuff where we have been monitored, uh, since our creation, since really Sumerian times where Sumerians were the first civilization to mm-hmm. get records, um, where we have maybe not necessarily been guided, uh, but, that we have always there has always been a presence whether we have known it or now the government is um saying that uh saying otherwise yeah so what are we doing about aliens now i don't i'm not following anything related space to force well yeah uh, the space force thing which, but which is which is really i mean it's yeah. the air force air force space command is the closest thing we have to a space force but you know obviously trump's you know he came up with the idea for a space force right i mean we really already have it you know it's air force They've got a whole space command. Um, Just watch Starship Troopers. This is pretty much all. <laughs> it's Moonraker. Moonraker. Moon the future. Right, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've got, I mean, you know, and, uh, you know, one thing that kind of interests me is space warfare, right? I mean, you know, and just... Uh, you mean the Star Wars, like stuff like the Star Wars? Or the X-37, um, which, you know, is going on right now. I mean, just the race to get back to the moon. I mean, right now, right, there's other countries that are trying to get to the moon that'll probably get there before we get back there. Right. Although things have turned around pretty quick, and I feel more confident that we might actually get that back there sooner. 
you know, obviously when we went there in the, you know, in the late 60s and early 70s, we planted a flag. You know, if Russia or China gets there, I think they're going to do more than plant a flag. Yeah, did we, exactly. You know, did, did we plant a flag? I believe we did. Yeah. You can see it with a telescope. You could, yeah, 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 yeah. I believe we did. Um, I know people are like, well, you know, what's, what's, why is it so stiff? Can you because, see it from a telescope? I believe so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't get a know. strong enough telescope. Yeah, well, I'm sure you can. Yeah, yeah. what kind of you, telescope? You guys is don't that? fact check, do you? No. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We stream live. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfiltered. Yeah, Unfiltered. Probably space. Space is going to be largely commercial. Commercialized, like you have. Oh, yeah. uh, SpaceX. No, that's happening now. Yeah. Sure. Oh, absolutely. You'll, you'll have tourist trips to the moon. Absolutely. Um, and but, that's where, actually there's been space tourism going on. I mean, there was a company ten years ago called Space Adventures that bought bought space in a in the Russian. Soyuz and you know there was actually uh, there's I mean there's there's been space tourism already you know the the first X Prize was back in 2007 that was kind of like the just like in the early days of aviation where there was money let me give you a would you like a mo- money uh, <laughs> money at you know to be won by you know flying cl- across the Atlantic and stuff there was you know in Virgin Galactic what what is now Virgin Galactic uh, which is financed by Branson but actually before that that technology was Burt Rutan scaled uh, scaled concepts out of the Mojave Desert and it was financed by Paul Allen who actually just passed away the mm-hmm. co-founder of Microsoft I mean they yeah. won the X Prize back in 2007 they be- it was the first commercial astronauts you know went into space in 2007 so I mean you know space uh, commercial space has been there for a while but you know and that's that's I mean we I mean that's a whole I mean, I wear my commercial crew pin a lot. I mean, that's a whole other yeah. topic. Uh, so, how much of our research uh, or our technology in in, in rockets has, has is still um, um, going off of whatever uh, Alan Parsons and and Werner von Braun has uh, did as far as their work on rockets and missiles? Well, you know, okay. So, uh, you know, a, a lot of people that have been in the space industry for a while, they do think that the uh, the commercial people are getting a free ride. I mean, everything from the parachutes, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of that is based on stuff that's already been proven, that was proven over years by NASA. I mean, obviously, right now, the whole thing with the with the commercial space is human rating. You know, I mean, there, I mean, there's been commercial, you know, capsules going to the space station for now a couple of years. SpaceX has been really doing a great job. And they've, I mean, they've now you know, I mean, some of the things SpaceX is doing is unbelievable with mm-hmm. bringing back the first stage. And I mean, that's just crazy. I mean, reusable rocketry, both SpaceX and Blue Origin, you know, Blue Origin by, you know, it's all these billionaires, right? You got Bezos with Blue Origin. You got Musk with SpaceX. Musk, yep. mm-hmm. You know, Paul Allen was involved for a while. There was a, a startup out of Dallas called Armadillo Aerospace that was by John Carmack, who, d- who did the Doom games, the Doom oh, video really? games. Yeah, back in yeah he was actually ahead of a lot of these guys, and some of that technology NASA has since adopted. Mm. But um, yeah, it's it's all these billion. And of course, you got Branson doing the Virgin Galactic stuff. I mean, you got all these billionaires. Maybe a couple. You know, I don't know the Doom Doom guy. He's probably a billionaire too. Um, <laughs> you know, doing. I mean, they're they're kind of like pushing technology and pushing the space race. I mean. And Paul Allen, but um, but yeah, the whole thing now is uh, you know, human rating commercial, you know, because so far there still hasn't been a commercial operation that's been rated to send a human up. Mm-hmm. You know, SpaceX has sent so many, you know, they, they've you know sent up supplies and brought back garbage from the ISS for years now and done it, you know, remarkably, you know, successfully and consistently. I mean, they've had a couple couple scenarios and even you know, there's even conspiracies about. I mean, there's that one SpaceX that blew up during a test in the launch pad. And, you know, there's people that think something, you know, that one of their competitors, you know, might have been involved with that. But, uh, all right. So I'm li- I like the direction we're going. We're going to drink more beer. We got to take a commercial break. We're going to be back. We're going to talk more space, more conspiracy, more commercial space flight, more beer, yep. more back pew. Awesome. We'll be right back. The Galactic Guys. Watch us on Facebook Live and YouTube. And don't forget to tell us how pretty we look. It's what your mother would want. And no one knows your mom like the Galactic Guys. Go to VinylDraftRadio.com. What would you like from your bank or credit union? How about a mobile app that makes banking simple? How about free online banking and mobile bill pay? How about loan decisions made locally? How about 15 convenient locations? Associated Credit Union of Texas has all of these and more. Sounds like you should get associated. ACU of Texas, federally insured by the NCUA. For more info, visit acutx.org. 
If you have a vehicle registered in Texas, you can join artists like Lyle Lovett, Pat Green, Randy Rogers, and more when you purchase a Texas Music license plate from the Texas DMV. $22 out of the $30 fee goes directly towards the Texas Music Office, which funds music lessons and instruments for under-resourced school children, as well as towards funding live music and community music programs all around the state. Just head to TexasMusicOffice.com or the Texas DMV for more info on how to order your Texas Music specialty license plate. Good people of Texas, cast aside the everyday and come as thou art not to the Texas Renaissance Festival. Feast and frolic amongst nobility, barbarians, and magical creatures. Create your own fantasy with clothing, jewelry, and more from hundreds of -of one-of-a-kind shops. The Texas Renaissance Festival, nine weekends of feasting and merriment starting September 29th. Get your tickets now at texrenfest.com. Huzzah! Do you ever wonder how every single insurance company boasts about having the best rates for you? With so many companies, how is it possible that they all can have the best rates? Well, the reality is they're all telling the truth, kind of. You see, each insurance company has a target set of customers that they're looking for, so each company will have the best rates for someone. The challenge is finding the one that likes you the most. Perfect Policy evaluates you through more companies than any other insurance agent, and that's how they find the best policy for you. Contact Perfect Policy today. Chuck Sports Bar and memorabilia in Leak City is exactly what you picture a hometown bar to be. Watch the game with friends, great food, great drinks, and a friendly staff. Chuck's is also the home of celebrity bartender nights, open mic nights with Robert Del Toro, karaoke nights, and more. Chuck's is located at 601 East Main in Old League City, Tuesday through Thursday from 4 to 11 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 4 to 1 a.m. Call 832-632-1325 or find them on Facebook, Chuck's Sports Bar, League City. One of them just threw up in the men's room. That's gross. We're back to the Galactic Guys and the Galactic Coast Power Hour on Final Draft Radio. (laughs) That is right. We're back with the Galactic Coast Power Hour, and we're about to have the first ever Aliens Visiting Earth audio quiz. First time this has ever been done Hmm. on our show. And, uh, okay, so uh, some come in peace. Some come to bring about the annihilation of the human race. I'm going to play you a series of audio clues. Look at your, your face. Right I'm, I'm locked in. Right, right. I'm locked in. He's in. Not game face. Game face. Steven's got game face. Uh, you can identify the title. Any actors you recognize. In some cases, the composers or directors might be as famous or more so than the, uh, anyone tied to the title. Overall, I think this is easier than some recent quizzes we've had on the show. But harder than others. Uh-oh. Okay. And remember, there is little pressure because no one will ever do worse than Josh and Alexander from Saloon are we Door. Still, are we still harping on them? <laughs> did on, Josh and Alexander from Saloon Door did on their Western Gunslinger theme quiz. And we pick on them out of love. Oh, my goodness gracious. And because that was hilariously horrible performance. Yeah, but it was okay. a good time. They <laughs> yeah. yeah. set right. the baseline. Yeah. And, and we're going to start out easy. So, uh, oh, and i got, I got to actually... Make sure I'm prepared to do this now. So, uh, hey, Sylvia, what are we drinking? So we're drinking a, a, a beer that I got in trade this week. It's called Feels Like the First Time. It's from Outer Range Brewing in Microphone in Chicago. So it's collaboration. 10.5, a lot of cocoa nibs, a lot of cinnamon, and a lot of coffee. You get a lot of coffee in that, too? I got yeah, a little bit of coffee. like a little bit of coconut unless yeah. I'm off. A little bit. There's a little bit of coca nibs in there. Maybe. I don't know. All right. I like this beer. But. And here comes the first ever Aliens Visiting Earth audio quiz. And we, you know, we, we try to start out easy. Try to build up a false sense of security. Number one. Mars Attacks. You son of a gun. <laughs> wow. And, and that's funny because that was supposed to be number one. That was supposed to be down at the other end. That's the only one I know. Wow. <laughs> son of a gun. Because I was thinking it was either going to be that or that. Was I, my, I, 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 I. Yeah. That was my last one because I wasn't sure. I'd never seen the movie. Oh, man, all right, it's all the right. best. So That's the only one this, I got. This was supposed it to be... It was so... That there were so many uh, stars in that. In that <sighs> yeah. No, I was impressed with the... Uh, yeah. All right, number one, number <laughs> number two, which was supposed to be the easy number one. Close encounters. Close encounters. All right, because Pretty some of good. these Pretty might Pretty take good. a longer clip. I'm gonna go ahead and just move on. And uh, number two. We were all praying for a miracle. 
This one's a slow build. The Martians had no resistance to the bacteria in our atmosphere. Uh, 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 um, shoot, um, War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds! That is War of the Worlds, 1953. Good job on that. H.G. Wells' novel. I I, I call that uh, one of the defining Hollywood sci-fi films. Sweating. All right, number (laughs) number three. I've been afraid a lot of times in my life. But I didn't know the real meaning of fear until until I had kissed Becky. Kiss Becky. A moment's sleep, and the girl I loved was an inhuman enemy. Oh. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, nineteen fifty-six. Yep. I won't even. I'm, I was going to read descriptions. We're just going to run through this. This is fun. You're you're actually doing better. I thought I'd have to read descriptions if if people don't get them right. This this scene is unbelievable. I'm not sure if it it doesn't translate 100% in audio, but it, it's the visual is, is, is insane. Clear. Clear. It's like, that sounds like Resident Evil. It sounds like uh, Alien. John Carpenter. The thing? The thing! Oh, is it? The thing. Oh. <laughs> Very That's impressive. Neat. Very impressive. Good. The thing, 1982, John Carpenter's <laughs> sci fi classic. I just had to listen to enough of that screaming. Right. I know. Really and, and if you yeah, saw, yeah, I mean, yeah. the, the yeah. visual is unbelievable. Um, is this Prince of that's Darkness? A, a group of American no. scientists stationed in a remote Antarctic research center. Discover a shape-shifting right. alien predator is in the their gu- midst. The guy, the guy puts the paddles <laughs> and it just through the stomach. <laughs> now we're gonna make a hard transition. This is actually the same year. This actually hurt the thing's box office. Um, this is the same year. It involves similar subject matter, but done in a much different way. I'm, I don't know. Taking those. Yeah, now I'm looking. I at only it. needed one second of that. <laughs> E.T. 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 Yeah. That is right. Steven Spielberg's family-friendly <laughs> riff on Alien. <laughs> Just a 180. <laughs> John Carpenter's <laughs> film. And the funny thing is, I think they, I think they hit the bottom. I, I think they released a week apart. And uh, yeah, you couldn't be more different. Um, I mean, it's a different audience. No, that was actually uh, that was the highest grossing film of all time at that point. E.T. Man. All right, we're going to go on. Actually, I, I had two E.T.'s because it was, you know. All right, number, I don't even know what number one. Let's go. In less than an hour. Independence Day. Oh, yeah. Independence Day. Oh, all right. Dang it. We're gonna, hey, all right, we're going to let President Bill Paxton speak. You have to. You I know. You will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. It was like the best scene. Mankind, that word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. Stephen's got a tear in his eye. We will be united in our common interest. This is very appropriate. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July. It's all Saints Day. And you and will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution. So powerful. But from annihilation, we're fighting for our right to live, to exist. And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. All right, with with that, lady and gentlemen, we're we're cutting the show off. No, we're not. Okay, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. Okay, next. Now, this. (laughs) Do you have any young kids? No, I don't. Okay, okay. This. Or I will mess with this gravity thingy. She's bluffing. She could not possibly reach the gravity thingy. 
Oh, curse you and your tippy-toe tallness. <laughs> but no problem. Move technology is far too complicated for simple humans, girl, to figure out. Excuse me? <laughs> this humans girl got an A in geometry. What is this? Like some Disney? What is this? <laughs> Read the description. Run for, for my life! Alright, this is a 3D computer animated science fiction comedy adventure buddy film produced by DreamWorks Animation. Nope. It, it's home. Yeah, I've got young kids. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I yeah. was like, this has got to be Disney. <laughs> yes. What was it? What was it? Uh, 2015. No, no, no. The name of it. A home. Home. H O M E. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. You you type in home movie on Google, and you know that doesn't exactly get you there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're on to the next one. This is good. I think I am becoming a planet Earth person. Hold on, wait. I don't know. Have to go. I'm gonna bring it back. Person. You have to go back. Isn't there some way you could stay? No, no clue. I must yeah, this is Starman. Boom! What is it? Boom! Starman. Nice. Boom! Good job. Dang. No. <laughs> So 1984 American science fiction romance film directed by John Carpenter. It tells the story of humanoid alien Jeff Bridges. Remember that name, that character, that actor, who has come to Earth in response to an invitation found on a gold phonograph record installed on the Voyager 2 space probe. Hmm. All right, we are on to the next one. Actually, that Must was the have second. Missed that one. I think we had a second. We had we had two. You were missing much. <laughs> Probably okay, wasn't okay. even born. All right, we're on to the next one. Let's we're see. on to the next one. Boom. The startling footage we're about to show you was photographed by a 42-year-old, Romero Valadares. This video was taken yesterday afternoon at his son's seventh birthday in the city of Paso Fundo, Brazil. It was sent to the local news bureau there and sent to us via satellite just a few minutes ago. All initial opinions are this is genuine. What you're about to see may disturb you. <laughs> And I'm going to fast forward. Oh! What is this, like Godzilla or something? All right, that's a tough this? one. That's Signs. 2002. Signs. M. Night Shyamala. Mm. Had a $72 million budget, but it made $408 million in the nice. box office. Okay. It, was, it was successful. And I see that I skipped over one, which I'm going to try to bring up here real quick on the fly. As we, But overall, though, I mean, we're talking one of the top performers ever in our audio quiz. That's I mean, pretty, you, you pulled pretty some, impressive. You pulled some crazy stuff out of, you know, thin air. Yeah. You're really banking on Starman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. The so Starman I, had Jeff Bridges. The only one that I didn't get was the one without screaming in it. Right. Yeah. Well, and the kid one. That was that wasn't yeah, fair. That was yeah. Tough. All right. So uh, here's another one. That's quite a ways. I'm curious. How did you get to Earth? Phenomena. It's a matter of harnessing the energy of light. Not I know phenomena. that sounds crazy to you. Two thousand eons away from discovering Kevin Spacey. Yeah, well, Kevin Spacey. So you actually got it right by naming Kevin Spacey. Oh no, K-Pax. Oh, son of a gun. Phenomena was like John Travolta, I think. Okay. Or maybe I'm thinking Michael. But yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin Spacey. Nice. And you already. I think that counts. You already got. You already got Mars attacks. So yeah, we're done. Man. Excellent job on it. Uh, yeah, that's actually that's better than throw them. Do you have a favorite alien movie? Alien. Alien. And, and of course, you know, we did aliens coming to Earth, so mm. aliens, you know, didn't didn't qualify because that was Earth coming to the aliens. Yeah, true. Oh, so uh, no, wait. Um, uh, Fire in the sky. I went mm. way too early. Man, that way was one too early. And that, that was one. I was trying out. to get a good clip of that. And that was like a visual thing. I mean, I was trying to get because that actually was that's actually yeah. considered like one of the best alien movies. Yeah, hmm. I could not get a good audio clip. I mean, I'm, I'm you based know. on a true story, and wow. it, just the visuals in that movie really got me <laughs> yeah, freaked out. Right? As far as like, oh, really? I, I like made me have nightmares as a child. Like, what if I got abducted? No, it seriously it shows you how you know if how an alien would abduct you if they were going to abduct you. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's. That's that's nightmare material movie. That one 
Fire and Sky. Uh, um, Close Encounter of a Fourth Kind, by the way. I almost pulled that one oh, up. Oh, that was yeah. a good one. No, Favorite Star Trek captain. Oh. Uh, Picard. Yeah, of course. Picard? I was waiting okay. for it. Picard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I so are you Trekkie, I, Doctor Who? Uh, I watched uh, a lot of um, um, Hitchhiker's uh, Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, I, I tried, watch, I tried no, watching that the other day. That's how impressed. I judge how deep you are down the spectrum. Although yeah. Hitchhiker's Guide for Galaxy, you probably got to be a little bit older. Yeah, Red, Red Dwarf. Right, Red Dwarf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I watched um, a lot of Doctor Who. I think David Tennant is my doc- uh, favorite Doctor. Um, grew up with uh, a Next Generation. It's like comfort food having that in, uh, around in the background. Hmm. Um, and then um, the uh, uh, Deep Space Nine, I think I, I gravitated towards because it wasn't so much exploration. It was a central location that they went away from. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that sound of that st- uh, station in space. It's like if, if ever you, um, I don't know, listen to white noise or... Right. Or, or waves or thunder. Sure, sure. Or thunder I use that to get the kids to sleep. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deep Space Nine. It, it helps me too. I mean. Um, but yeah, uh, Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, X-Files. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, space and space uh, space exploration and aliens. Space Odyssey. What? Uh, uh, Kubrick? Uh, yeah. yeah. Man, Kubrick. Uh, I, I've watched that different stages in my life and – as a kid, you're just getting the visuals, and because mm-hmm. it's Kubrick, you don't get a A to B narrative so much, <laughs> yes. right? And then, right. like, um, maybe you discover weed, and <laughs> uh, that last sequence where where <laughs> Dave is traveling through uh, the, the the wormhole, and then. All of a sudden, that last end sequence makes sense. <laughs> um, all comes together. Uh, I have yet to watch Interstellar. Um, hmm. I have yet to watch all of The Martian. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy uh, 2001 uh, Space Odyssey. Uh, not There was a sequel with... Uh, at 2010, right? 2010? Yeah, yeah. it was... It, man, I can't remember his name. I don't want to... He was in Jaws. It was the... the oh, uh, Roy Schneider? Roy Schneider yeah. was in... Right, in the, in the, yeah. the sequel to, to yeah. 2001. I still don't know the purpose of the Space Baby um, in, in 2001. He became the Space Baby, but as far as that... I don't know. It's Kubrick. Yeah. Man, Kubrick. Yeah. Let's let's shoot this twenty thousand times, and I'm gonna still take the first take. Oh, is that how, is that how that works for him? Oh, Kubrick, Kubrick yeah. was notoriously dif- difficult on mm. his. his uh, have you ever listened to Shelley Duvall no. talk to, about uh, her Shining. experiences on The oh, Shining? Man. Really? No. She was. I mean, she's not in a great state right now. Yeah. But during that film, the filming of that movie, holy moly! Yeah. Um, like David Fincher level of uh, uh, method uh, acting, <laughs> just Dang. wanting to make sure that they uh, he got that exact shot. Mm. Wow. I mean, yeah, he, he he knew what he wanted, right? right so mean? so we have a little bit of time left. Should is there, so okay event at uh, Back Pew this weekend Sunday that we said yeah uh, yeah right that is uh, November third I believe I hope I'm not getting that incorrect. The first second. Uh, what, what it, yeah, Monday? yeah, yeah. That would. Uh, yeah, I can't even do Wait, math right now. It's apparently. Monday. Well, I'll take a look. No, it's Sunday. It's right, so, Sunday. Oh, it's the, Sunday. It's the fourth. Be the blessing yeah, of the well. That would maybe be on the third then. Yeah. Uh, so Saturday is um, the, the third. third. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, yeah. There's actually a lot of stuff going on. A lot of on stuff Saturday. going on, right? Yeah. yeah I got the uh, spindle, uh, the uh, saloon door. Yep. Saloon door appreciation day. Uh, number one, they have. Can we call that the spindle tap effect? You know that they've uh, saloon doors entered ah. the package game by offering Eventbrite presale of 16 ounce cans. You know, and you know what's different about it too, though, is that they're giving a discount for anyone that pre-orders the beer, which is a fantastic. Oh, discount. it's cheaper if you do the Eventbrite yes, than, yes, than yes. if you go to the brewery. Yes. Interesting. Yes. So, well, I mean, they're going to do an event. Um, on, on Saturday, Saturday. Yep. yeah. So they're gonna have um, you know happy hour drink specials, pints. There's raffles and prizes throughout the day. Um, bounce house, outdoor games, um, music, and then you're gonna be able to pick up your 16 ounce uh, four packs of. 
Caddy Corner, which is their vanilla cream ale, and then the Ridiculous AF, which is their that Imperial Stout. Yeah, the, stout. The, Russian the, Imperial the, the Stout. Russian Imperial Chocolate uh, Peanut Butter so, Russian Imperial Stout. Yeah, I actually yeah. picked up my cans today, too. So Oh, you got them? Yeah, I did. I got a, What? No, I didn't get to them. I didn't, oh. I didn't get to pick them oh, up. Okay, I did order okay. them. Oh, you ordered them today. Yeah, I thought you said so, you picked them up. No, but there's a, there's a lot of great stuff going on this weekend. Yeah, Saturday's uh, Space City Day at the Lone Star Flight Museum. There's Space Rendezvous, which is going on right now. It's, it's going on at the Hilton. Mm-hmm. There's like all these famous... I mean, there's more famous astronauts in town right here in the Clillic area than probably has been in years. Right. Uh, autograph signings. It's all benefiting the uh, Astronaut Scholarship Foundation. So mm-hmm. check out Space Rendezvous um, online. Uh, Space City Day, Lone Star Flight Museum Saturday. Just uh, it's kind of a cool, cool weekend. I mean, yep. you know, the weather's beautiful. You know, at least that's you know, hoping hoping to say it's beautiful was not right. beautiful last night. That's for <laughs> sure. Yep, exactly. And we've enjoyed our visit with Stephen Von Grimm. Stephen, thanks for coming, man. Man, thanks for coming, man. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Really we we got to have time. we got we got to do a part two. Yep, we're gonna do a part two. Is that oh. cool? Um, in for another one. I'm fine with that. Like <laughs> like like sort of like a remember uh, during uh, the Daily Show when uh, Back in Black, Lewis Black would come in, right? Just <laughs> ranting. But I've already been going for 50 minutes. You just turn on the channel and you didn't just turn me on for like one minute and turn that off. But, yeah, no, I had a really good time. Thanks for coming, man. We appreciate you. No, we really appreciate having you. All right. And uh, uh, who do we have next week? We already had that planned, which is rare. Usually we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants. Yeah, we have an inner Houston brewery by the name of Holler. Holler, um, holler. Yep. I, I, we, I believe they're next Thursday or next I, I think that Thursday. might be right. Mm-hmm. You know, we might be wrong, but we might be, you know, we might be missing information people. We might be yep. spreading fake news. Yep. I think Channing from Nobi might be coming in. Yep. Word on the street is that he did a collaboration with Holler. So we're excited to hear about it. And yeah. All right. So uh, thanks for thanks for listening. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. Space travel. Beer. Does this look infected? Beer. Boating. Did we mention there's beer? Hey, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week we think thursday nights 7 p.m galactic coast power hour final draft radio